Thanks for tuning in to a brand new episode of Tire Kicker. I'm Jeff. And I'm Nate. And I'm Julian. On this episode, we decided to go off onto a bit of a different path and talk about more than just a singular car model. Today, we're going to talk about a manufacturer that we've spoken quite a bit about in previous episodes. What's cool about this company is that they are a fantastic representation of what it's like to go from rags to riches. So sit back and listen as we give you the skinny on Hyundai. Welcome to the Rubber Lounge. All right, boys. Boingy, boingy, boingy. We are in the lounge. There's a lot to talk about today. A lot. There's Man, so many, big news so many haps. Yeah, it's like so many big things going on. Grand so, things. Uh, grand things. So big. Airy things. Grand. Uh, <laughs> it's like you go. It's like you weigh. It's like it's way gone. It's like it's so much so grand. It's way it's, it's way gone in your ear. That's right. <laughs> Wagon ear. Wagon ear. Wow, that was pretty good. <laughs> that was. See, at first I was like, "Where are we going with this?" And Julian's like, "It's grand." And I was like, "Wait a minute." Wait a minute. I know what he's. Well, doing. if you haven't figured it out, we're talking about the Jeep Grand Wagoneer. So the announcement was this week i mean obviously the announcement's been out there for a while they've been talking about how they've been going to be dropping it and stuff but we actually got to see the jeep grand wagoneer and Mm -hmm. uh i i would personally myself i think it's pretty cool um yeah i thought it was i thought it was sweet yeah Yeah. i think it's a Um, it's a slick vehicle for sure i think it's odd that it's a jeep you know um it looks to me it looks like a Lincoln. I mean, it looks okay. 99% like a Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if it, well, that's who they're, cause they're, they're competing. Correct. With, uh, or are they probably yeah. going to compete with a nav, uh, navigator no, navigators. Well, it? I, yeah. I, I, I think they got rid of the navigator. Or... I think they're doing the aviator or something like that. I don't, I don't remember what the, is, oh, is whatever the newest, yeah. like the fancy, fancy pants Lincoln SUV that came out like last year. Or Correct. Something. Yeah. I think um, it's the aviator is what it is now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, that's it. But yeah, it, it's it's odd to me because, and don't get me wrong, it's it's wicked cool. I, I love it, but it just doesn't look like a Jeep. It looks just like a Lincoln. But I'm not complaining. I would, if I had somebody bring it up to me and say, "Hey, you know, would you take this?" I'd take it in a heartbeat. That's for sure. So, um, but yeah, my uh, my beef with it, I I guess, is like, you know, I think it's cool. Um, mm-hmm. But then they're like hundred thousand dollars, and I'm like, well. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Holy crap. Yeah. All right. But, you know, so it's like, okay, so that would be like the fully spec'd out. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they're coming out 80,000. Yeah. It's ridiculous, though. Yeah. But it's like, so it starts at like 60. 60, So I guess that would ish. So that would like kind of price it in like the, you know, the, the, uh, Tahoe, Tahoe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suburban, Suburban, yeah, Expedition, uh, yeah. So it's right there. That realm. It's right there, but I'm telling you what, and they do this all the time. They get you like all salivating off of like the hundred thousand dollar version, and that's what all the videos are and all the magazine clippings and everything. You're like, oh my gosh, I want to get that, and then you pull on the lot, like you know, like okay, where's the cheapest one? And it's got like 
white walls and 13 inch wheels on it and it's like <laughs> it just looks really <laughs> stupid and dorky it's like all right maybe i'll squeeze out another 40 grand to you've, get the cool one but. you've heard of power windows but have you seen hand crank <laughs> that's right they're so it's the end thing yeah what's it's, what's it's interesting though is like jeep a, retro thing, yeah there, it is a classic jeep the, thing well i think that's what was odd about it was is that to to me it's, it's like nice. well, it, right yeah. it, it, that's it what i was gonna say feel like it like it hits like the the classic wagoneer right, right? that's what i'm that saying was like a that was like a family like just a little wet a wagon yeah it family, was like the family truckster yeah. yeah yeah absolutely and it's like yeah and it's like oh well let's let's buy a a, a grand wagoneer for our third house in, in the hamptons <laughs> or whatever you know garbage you know it's just like i don't know it just feels like you know they throw that out there and it just it just immediately prices out a big you know portion of the audience right exactly yeah because it's like that's the 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 old wagoneers it's like you would expect to see like a guy like john lithgow driving you know and and now it's like you know like you're gonna see him in like a sweater and you know and you know drinking like from a a coffee mug and stuff like that you know and now it's like you see like i'm a businessman i'm driving a wagoneer and and like just the name the name doesn't fit it you know even if it was like a new name you know what i'm saying it doesn't fit the vehicle yeah and so that's right you know and we've yeah sorry no i was just gonna say my my last point to it is like i just think that um it's a cool vehicle but i'm kind of tired of manufacturers reaching into a bag of taking an iconic name and putting on something that has no relevance yeah. to it whatsoever. Yeah, you know? absolutely. We've talked about that quite a few times here yep. so far, and and, and kind of mm-hmm. consistently, it's just kind of like more often than not, it's like a swing and a miss mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's like they're ju- they're absolutely. just banking on the name, and they're not right. They're not doing justice to the history of the name and what you know why people like the vehicle when it when they used to right. sell it. Right, like and that. and I get it. Yeah, it, it's a manufacturing buzz, you know. Like they're, it's like you know, because if they if they, if if Jeep was like, hey, we're we're coming out with the brand new Jeep Mahogany, and everybody's like, what? Right, what the hell's that? You know, it's the like, hell's that? Yeah. and they announce it two years in advance, and everybody's gonna forget about it the next sure. day. But they're like, we're bringing back yep. the Wagoneer. It's a big buzz, you know. And so I was yeah. like, I get why Absolutely. they're doing it, but you know, I mean, when we were talking earlier, and like we couldn't remember what Lincoln makes right now. Yeah, you know, true, yeah, and that's it. You know, like Jeep is bringing this out because there's that name recognition and all that power. Yep, you know, and Jeep has been doing some kind of crazy stuff, in my opinion, because like until kind of Fiat bought them, I always thought they were just absolutely crap um, interiors yeah. and like design wise, they just like were rotting on the vine. Yeah, and yep. when they did that first redesign of the Grand Cherokee with that slatted, real narrow front grille. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, it really was a, a departure. Um, they also, like, did all of this really great work with the interiors. Like, they're really livable, nice cars now. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like this is kind of, I mean, it's a reach in a lot of ways. But mostly it's a it's like a premium market reach. And yes. I understand why Jeep kind of probably feels like they need to go there. And I, they definitely kind of have, like, been building toward that with what they're trying to design. But like you guys, like I just look at this and I'm like, yeah, really, that's a Tahoe, yeah. Or really, that's right. a, you know, yeah, there's not that's... something, yeah, there's not something there where I'm like really feeling the nostalgic kick or, um, yeah. I mean, like if I put that next it's to a wagon, it's just a luxury. Yes, exactly. It's a luxury vehicle. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. Jeep is not 
luxury. Well, and what was odd about it is, is that I don't know if you've seen any of the commercials or whatever for it, but it's like they're really trying to shove it down your throat that like they're like, don't expect this to be the wood panel Jeep of the, you know, it's like it's like, you know, a, a Jeep Wrangler is like something that you would expect to see in the woods doing this. But the Wagoneer is something that you see going pulling up to a 30 story, you know, high rise building. And, you know, and like this, you're going to expect, right. a, you know, kids doing, you know, going camping with it. But then this vehicle and the Wagoneer, you're going to, you know, expect <sighs> business meetings or something. It's like it's so yeah. it's like, OK, we get the distinguished, you know, <laughs> like features <laughs> of the car. You know, you don't have to keep like ramming it down their throats. It's like, no, we look yeah. at it and we see. Yes, that is a luxury vehicle. Like we understand, you know, that people aren't going to be hopping in that thing and be like, "Let's freaking tear it up, boys!" Woo! <laughs> the skull, I got your skull and your beard. Let's do this. You Get know, your skull and the beard. It's, yeah. It's really funny to me that they would describe it like that too. That they have to like, obviously, if they're going to have to go through like nine different steps of explaining how it's not the old school wagoneer. How did they not understand that they've completely missed it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come Yikes. on. It's like someone was like, was like, wait, what if we do this? Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, no. You know, I, I feel like my... I feel like we're gonna see Matthew McConaughey defect from you know Lincoln <laughs> yes. Jeep. Right? Yeah, that'd be funny. Well, he kind of fits it better if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he definitely yeah. fits the Jeep brand a lot better, but but I mean, overall, I mean, you know, bashing aside, it's a cool vehicle. I mean, yes. you know, I'm, sure. I'm again, I'm a fan yeah. of Lincoln's, you know, so it's like it feels like a Lincoln to me. And it was cool, yeah, man. The, in, the interior is just like, oh, good Lord, please. Mm-hmm. You know, it was gorgeous. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, it's it's interesting to say the least. I mean, it's they haven't yeah. really announced you know exactly what they're going to do with the motors and stuff. It sounds like they're going to have more than one option. Um, from what I remember seeing, they're looking at potentially having a 3.6 liter hybrid, um, which would be okay. interesting to do on yeah. a vehicle that cool. size. Um, but it's supposed to have pretty big towing capacity too, but they're going to do that. Okay. And then potentially the 5.7 Hemi. And then I mm-hmm. think a six liter diesel, I think is what they're talking about too, or something like that. Oh, I don't yeah. remember the actual size of the diesel, but that's an interesting yeah. choice for a car like this. That's what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah, why diesel? But I think yeah, I think it's... I think the reason they're probably going with the diesels because it's basically built off of the Dodge Ram. It's a Dodge Ram chassis okay. and everything, so that's okay. probably why. Yeah. So I have the same yeah. power plant as the Ram. It does look kind of weird, like stretchy. Like, it, yeah. look at it from the side; it looks like it's stretched out, like a stretched out. It does give you those Tahoe vibes, but then mm-hmm. the back, like the tail lights, give you that kind of like Lincoln-ish, you know, kind yeah. of vibe to it. There's that um, na- Nick in the back window that really reminds me, and it's kind of really unfortunate in my opinion. It reminds me of their like cheapest model, the Compass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. And I think that's kind of like they did really well everywhere mm-hmm. else, and then I don't know why they like co-opted that one thing. That doesn't really. Uh, looking at the back, like the back hatch area, I'm like, that's kind of ugly. Yeah, honestly, I'm like, I, and again, I have like, to we're say, seeing it in pictures, but right, it's yeah, uh, aesthetically, yeah. I think the front end takes it. I mean, it's awesome. I mean, that right. lit yeah. up grill, the grill, and everything. The grill oh. is like, wow, mm-hmm. it's yeah. just, it's great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, but the back, I'm just kind of like, well, let's put this 
rectangle on here with the yeah. window. And it just looks like it's, it looks like you know when like you see all those pictures of like dads when they have a baby sitting on their lap and they're like squishing their face, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like. It's got dad ba- squishing his baby's face. Look at our hundred thousand dollar baby. <laughs> Who's a good baby, baby? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's cool yeah. though. I mean, if I had to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down, I give it a thumbs up. You know, it's it's odd that they sure. went with the name, but I think that we get it as a marketing ploy. But yeah, you know, yeah, it's definitely not a. Uh... It's not on the blazer side of no. the resurrection. It's on, it's on the well. So what we're talking blazer and like bronco. Right. Yeah, I it probably put it you know slanted slanted more towards the bronco, but not yeah not that level. Yeah, because it's like and I think that a lot maybe in the middle, maybe the middle between the two. Yeah, well, I was I gonna say like <sighs> speaking of baseball terms, you know, like the bronco was a freaking home run. And then the blazer was right. like a bunt hit out, you know, and then the, I'd say <laughs> that this is at least a double, you know, so. Yeah, it could be, it be a stand-up double. Yep, yeah. stand-up double. Stand-up double. There's some things that could really push me in, though. Like, <clears throat> so the interior is amazing, right? But yes. here's an opportunity yep. to, like, bring wood into this car, and they, they right. aren't doing it. You know, like right. the paneling, I know, I realize, like, the paneling on the outside would probably be super kitsch to try and do today. Right. But, like. You could bring that like smoking like jacket, getting style. lumber into the woods, feeling a <laughs> yes. little bit, you know, like bit. that's yeah, really sure. what I'm missing yeah, here. Yeah. And it's too, it's, you know, I get like Wagoneer's the big Jeep and always right. has been, but like, it's like, it's too. But there's too, no it's reach too nice. back. Is that, you there's know? no yes. reach back Thank to you. the Wagoneer at Thank all you. besides the name. Yes. And that's what yes. sucks about it. So I agree. They should have put, yeah. I mean, if you're not going to put paneling on the outside and I get it, that should have been left alone. Right. But. On the inside, there were so many opportunities of putting wood paneling or wood grain or something, you know, and, something. and they just yeah. didn't. It's very futuristic, very BMW or something like that. So, yeah. But again, well, and like BMW gives you all kinds of options, like, you know, with that kind of stuff. And it's like they could probably could have easily done that in here, too. So, right. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Jeep. Exactly. I mean, again, cool car, cool vehicle. Oh, I'll take one in a heartbeat. Absolutely. But just odd that they I mean, not odd, but yeah. I just wish they wanted to use the name, but again, if a wealthy uh, listener listener would like to purchase right. um, <laughs> one for each of us, that would be okay. That's right. We could That's be swayed. Like That's right. Jeep, we'll take we'll take a test. We'll take some test, um, uh, you know, test versions. We'll take one if you want. We'll take one. We'll review change it. Our minds. We'll review it. You know, change our minds. Yeah, change our minds. <laughs> Give us a guarantee if we don't if we don't love it that we can keep it. That's right. <laughs> Well, I think the other vehicle news that came out this week also was the unveiling of the Lucid Air, which is a direct mm, competition yeah. slap in the face to Mr. Musk. Tesla. Tesla. So um, I, I think I sent you guys over the some articles and stuff in the Lucid Air. But what are what is your guys first, you know, interpretation of this? Like, what are you guys thinking? I mean, I thought it. Just initial reaction, I'm like, sweet. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like it's a cool, you know, it's like I think the whole knock on electronic vehicles, at least, you know, and we kind of talked about this previously is like it just kind of feels like it's not, you're like, that's not a car. Yeah. That's not, that's not something I want to drive. You know, all these hybrids or, you know, the, or the original mm-hmm. electric cars were just like, eh. They're like jelly beans. But, you stuff. know, the, 
Yeah, the Tesla and the Lucid. I'm like, and I'm like, these are cool. Right, I like these cars. And I think they've really they've really come a long way in the design, just yeah. the aesthetic of the yeah. of the car. They're not trying to look purely eco. Yeah, just hey, well, there's a car. You know, exactly it's like they're like taking that. it the the way that i was explaining this to to my wife or whatever i was talking i was like it's like it's like the uh the the first like full-on hybrid car or not even hybrid sorry full-on electric car what what was that the gm yeah yeah so it was GM the well i guess there was the, one before that well, yeah that was like the first production one yeah, yeah. right yep ev1 ev1 or there you go and then, but then after that, they've had, you know, a, a bunch of different cars, you know, like the Leaf and these other ones that you can plug mm-hmm. in and stuff. And again, like what you're, you're saying there, they, they were, everybody was trying to like take a piece of the Prius, but then do it better, you know? Mm-hmm. And then when Elon come, came around, he was like, no, we're just going to like, whatever, here we go. And so where I think it, it in comparison to another, you know, major part of our lives today. It's kind of like how the cell phone was is mm-hmm. we had all these weird goofy cell phones that flip phones and they kept making them smaller and they kept making them, you know, whatever and like, "Ooh, now it's got a different kind of a screen on it," you know. And then all of a sudden the iPhone came along. It was like, "Boom." It was like, "Holy smokes," you know. And uh but then the iPhone just kind of held it for a while, you know, and then here comes, you know, well, BlackBerry, but yeah. then it was like, but main, mainly it was the Android. It was like, dang. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're seeing now. I think Elon is like the Apple. And then I think Lucid is, okay. is probably the Android, you know? Yeah. And so finally the competition is kind of catching up and, and giving something attractive enough to make people be like, you know what? I don't need the iPhone anymore. Exactly. I go, I go with and I think it's going to go the same way. I think that there's going to be a lot of people that are just, you know, wrapped around the corner, you know, waiting for the next Tesla to come around, you know, just like the iPhone. And, mm-hmm. and then you're going to have this broader amount of people that are just like, well, I like the Lucid. It, it offers more, you know? And so they're just, they're just, mm-hmm. you know, voting with their money in that regard, you know? So doesn't it have an, is it supposed to have like an insane like range? Like what? Like, yeah. So I don't, I'm not sure what the, what the max Tesla has right now, but doesn't the Lucid have like 500? Yeah. So the, the higher like end, 570, yeah. 517 is what they're saying. The Lucid Air Dream, okay. which is going to be the top model. Um, so 517. Yeah. But what's incredible about that is, is the charge time. It's only about 25 minutes from almost completely dead mm. to fully charged 25 what? minutes. That's insane. So that's, that's yeah. like literally like going in, parking your car, fully dead, charging it. And then walking in and like having a burger at Burger King or something like that. And then coming back out and it's ready to go. Like that's insane. You know? Cause like mm-hmm. those Teslas are not that fast on charging the Chevy Volt, all that stuff. Sure. They take a while. So yeah. it's pretty cool. But I think what was most impressive was just the horsepower in these things coming out of the gate. I mean, they're like a thousand horsepower. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't it walk yeah, like it walked a the Tesla, Tesla, the Model S on a quarter mile? Yeah. Like 9.9. Like 9 point. In the quarter. Yeah, like 144 miles. Correct. Probably. Yeah. Yep. Now, again, wild. this is this is stock to stock, and I don't think they're talking right. about the ludicrous speed mode or whatever in the Tesla. You know, I oh, okay. I guess that that would make yeah, a big because difference. Because I think the ludicrous, ludicrous cost is, is totally different too. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because yeah. I think the ludicrous mode or whatever, if I recall, I'd have to look it up here. I'm gonna do it really quick. I'm just gonna do it, guys. I'm just gonna look it up. Just just but do I think it, Jeff. It's like, just do it. Do um, it. <laughs> ludicrous mode. 
zero to sixty. Yeah, because that's what I wanted to find out. It is because it's yeah two point mm-hmm. five seconds, and I'm pretty certain um, the Lucid Air does it in two point nine. I think. So again, stock okay. to stock, I think the the te- the Tesla obviously you know lost hands down to the Lucid, but to the Lucid Air, but. But, uh, you know, who knows? I mean, they might build a, a ludicrous mode of some sort within these as well. They haven't officially launched mm-hmm. it yet, you know. Um, they're just prototypes supposed out to there. be later this, is it later this year that's supposed to come Yeah, out? and we'll see. I guess see. we only have a few months left. Right, and we'll see. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, everybody's just kind of in this, like, weird pandemic mode of what do we do? Do we release now? Do we wait until 2021? Is there ever going to yeah. be a 2021, you know? <laughs> so yeah. it's it's interesting, but... But uh, no, I think it's cool. I think it's uh, I think it's better looking than the Tesla, and that's seen a lot because I really love the Model S. I think it's a yeah very. I kind of I agree with you. I from what I saw, I again it also I I like the Tesla, um, the the stand like what, what's the car? The car the just the main the main car the Tesla is that the Model the Model uh, the S. S is the S. big one. Yeah, the, yep. and yeah, and then the Model Three the more is the mainstream. smaller one. Yep. Yeah. So I think, uh, and then they have like an SUV. Yeah, the what is that? The Model X, X or something like that. Yep. Yeah. X. S3 and so X. Lucid's doing that as well. They're, that's their next venture is a SUV. But okay. yeah, I have the Lucid. I'm like, this looks this looks really good. So I I gotta be honest. I I think it's okay. To me, it looks like mm-hmm. a Kia Optima. And Ooh, that's yeah, totally I see fine. That. But it's like <laughs> it's like a two hundred thousand dollar Kia Optima. And yeah. um, I saw a Porsche Taycan on the road the other day, and it held my attention. Um, yeah. You know, that's going to be probably like this is going to – the fancy one of these will compete more with the Porsche. The cheaper one of these is more in Tesla territory. Like the $90,000 one is like a 300-mile range, 3-point-something, 0 to 60. You know, right. you got to you gotta really lay the, the dollars out to get the, the rest of it. But Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's super cool. You know, I'm, I'm glad there's like so much going on in this space. I I wonder if that price point isn't going to kill them because they're just they don't have that cachet, that name recognition. They're kind of out of nowhere, and um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember this, but Justin Bieber used to have like a Chrome Fister, Fisker Karma. Ah, uh, yes, I remember. I remember the Chrome. I couldn't remember the model. And this kind of. Um, I, all all power to them, but I hope they don't go down that route. You know, um, I hope that they are just they just to sell a hundred thousand plus car. You kind of you know, if yeah. your option is an established car like a Tesla, or you have the money to reach up to the Porsche, this becomes kind of an odd middle decision. And so I'm really curious to see like who buys this, you know, and yeah. who. You know, and totally like you're saying, Jeff, I think it's going to be like the Android guy, you know, the guy who's like, you know, I like Tesla, but like they've been shoved down my throat for a decade now and I'm ready for whatever next, you know, the same, same thing, like, uh, same thing in like sports. I I don't know if you guys have watched any of the documentary, the Michael Jordan documentary about the Bulls. Oh, yes. You know, it's great. Talk a little bit in there just about how like um, after a while anybody who succeeds, you know, is going to have people who want to see them fail. And yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. So I think that's, that might be where this builds a little bit of a uh, brand underneath itself. 
but like you guys, uh, did you guys ever like see this coming? You know, like I didn't. this car just kind of surprised. Well, I that's what's weird is because Lucid's been before, around. Jeff, before you before you told me about it, I'd never yeah. heard of it. Yeah, yeah, I never heard of it either, and that was the thing. It was it was just one of those things that like kind of popped up, and I was like, whoa, what is this? And yeah, and uh, it. But what's weird is the company. But again, kind of Tesla was the same way. But I was gonna say the company's been around mm-hmm. since two thousand seven. You know, okay. so it's like they've been trying to, to do this, and so and they went well. Yeah, the, the, their claim to fame. Go ahead. Was the batteries for the Formula E? Yeah. Or well, I don't know if that's a claim oh, to fame, but that's okay. what they've been working on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's um, that's a that's important. It is. Um, motorsports tie-in, I, man. Um, can we just appreciate that that still happens? Sure. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> <we> can. <laughs> for sure, man. That's like, I mean, then then you got. I mean, that's that means something. Yeah, I mean, right. they got to have quality technology with that, mm-hmm. you know, if they've been developing batteries for this racing series. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I'm really yeah. interested because they made kind of a, and I, and again, I don't know exactly the, how it happened or whatever. So like Peter Rawlinson is a CEO of lucid. And so he was the head engineer okay. at Tesla. And so okay. now he's over at Ooh. lucid. And so, um, and so he was a CTO and now he's CEO and so he was actually he was responsible for the creation of of the lucid cars and stuff i guess so so you okay. can see it, they share the same dna i mean they they look similar the model s and the mm-hmm. lucid air uh, similar enough that True. i mean if, if somebody said hey this is the new tesla model s 2022 you know i'd be like okay cool right. you know i could see it you know um so mm-hmm. i think that it's kind of there so I, I don't know but again it's it's interesting to um I think that it was needed to have somebody come out of nowhere to be a competitor. You know, I don't think that Ford mm-hmm. can do it. I don't think that, you know, they're going to have their own versions and stuff and that's cool, you know, whatever. And yeah. I'm not, I don't think Ford's going to ever go away or anything like that, you know, but when it comes to this all electric, you know, market, I think that they really needed a, a competitor just to come out of nowhere. And Julian, you bring up a good solid point though. I mean, who knows the, the price point, might be off, but I will say, you know, like the, the, you know, you compare the $60,000 version of the Lucid Air compared to the $60,000 version of the Tesla, which is the Model 3. Mm-hmm. I take this Lucid mm-hmm. over the Model 3 any day. That Model 3, I think, is, you know, kind of goofy looking, but, but I don't know. We'll just have to see. Yeah. You know, another thing that, um, you know, might play into its success is that it's not an American company entirely you know it sure. sounds like yep. there you've um i guess Ma- saudi arabia i guess owns yeah. the majority of it and right. so um that's all that's i mean literally that's a completely the other side of the world you know and right. um, not buying an american electric car might be the reason 99 percent of people end up with it outside of the u.s even I mean, true just the, yeah there's a huge market you know, outside of the united states that's for sure especially over yes. there yeah, you know, and exactly. and what that's what's really odd about it is, is that, you know, like big oil hates all electric vehicles, and where's big oil mainly located is Saudi Arabia. So it's really interesting <laughs> to see mm-hmm. them, you know, come out with their own. But I I think it's they're probably seeing their uh, profits dip, and mm-hmm. so they're like, we we have to invest into something else. And so I think that they're making a clear choice on what they're deciding to do, and I think it's going to work. Yeah. I I personally think it's going to work. I think this is the Android you know, to the okay. iPhone, but yeah, we'll see. I'm, yeah. When do they think they'll deliver these things? 
next year so, or so? Or? Yeah, I think last I saw, they were still looking at 2021. Um, but okay. yeah, right now, it's you're still putting in your orders for it and stuff. But again, like I said, it's a weird year. So mm-hmm. I think people are just yeah. kind of like, well, when we get it, we get it. So <laughs> yeah, know. it says plan production, start production this year. Okay. Yeah. Good. But, and, you know, and they just unveiled the production version. Well, Wikipedia says today. Yeah. And if you, and I, and I, I totally foresee um, there's going to be problems just like how Tesla was. I mean, Elon had such a mm-hmm. hard time getting Tesla like off you know, and running with, he had so many stumbles and so many, he's like, I, I really believe some, in this, you know, big yeah. issues with like the batteries. Yes. Like, yep. There's all sorts of problems and, and deliveries. He, and, yeah. Yep. And he exactly. And he had all these investors pulling out and everything. And, and he was like, oh, gosh, he's like, I, I really believe in this. He's like, I, I know this is going to be the next big thing and stuff. And, and, uh, it took a minute, but he got there, you know, and uh good for him so, so um have you guys are you guys familiar with the pole stars at all that's really what this kind of reminds me the most of the so it's a, the volvo electric vehicles they're the the series called pole star pole star was their um like racing and like high-end arm uh, okay. for a long time and um, the only reason I mention is because, uh, Jeff, you said that this is sort of like the Android to the Apple phone. Sure. Um, and the Polestar 2 is actually like entirely Google powered. Oh, okay. And so it's like, a, it's actually an Android car in a lot of ways. Um, super nice. I mean, it came out a couple of years, maybe a year ago. Um, okay. And again, it's one that like I look at and I'm like, man, this should do pretty well in the grand scheme. But again, you never heard of this thing. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's a, but it's $150,000. You know, oh, it's a, okay. you know, it's a kind of a funky car. Um, and I can, I don't know. I, I, uh, I think that's just a hard space, you know, I think yeah. it's just a hard space to try and build a new market. Yeah. Even yeah. especially for the established companies like you're saying, Jeff. And I don't know mm-hmm. if that's because people don't go to them or because they're not, um, you know, internally as a company set up to create the type of environment to create these vehicles or well what? that's a good question i i might me personally yeah. i think the reason that it's so different is because of the approach and what i mean by that is like okay you know elon he clearly states that this is not a car he's like this is a computer that you can drive in you know yeah and his approach was like i'm gonna i have to have these safety regulations and all this other stuff but ultimately i'm not dry i'm not building something that's Gonna, I'm going to allow you to tinker around with and put a turbo on and all this other stuff. Whereas Ford is like all they've ever lived and breathed is cars. They'd have never thought of computers and thinking of an, mm-hmm. in an engineering sort of world with technology. They just they build a vehicle and add tech to it. Whereas, yeah. you know, Elon was like, I built tech and then now I'm putting wheels on it. You know, and I think yeah. that's what Lucid yep. did as well. You know, so I think it's just that different approach. I think it's like we are not yeah. a car, yeah. you know. You know, when you say that, it reminds me. So um, Tesla has always operated like a Silicon Valley company. And Correct. one thing that he's taken a lot of heat for, and um, my brother, so my brother worked in the automotive industry for a while for a, while for a company called Pierberg. And um, they, they did some work together. And basically he was saying that Tesla sets these timelines of like six and nine months 
for things that normal automotive companies would set at two or three years. You know, the idea Mm. that um, it takes a long amount of time is just not on his plate. He's like, no, this is going to take this long and get it done. And it's very much like the IT R&D, you know, like the way Dell comes out with a new model every year, the way that, you know, everything is just, um, you know, yeah. So that's so very true. That's so very true. It's it's so, so ingrained in that culture, you know? Yeah. And also like, yeah, like, uh, could it also be like a, uh, I don't know, like, a a fear or resting on their laurels a little bit of the, of the established companies. I mean, Definitely. they have these established models and these established lines that they know they're like, they probably forecast, like we know we'll sell this many, yeah. we're going to make our money on this. So it's like, why, you know, we're not going to spend as much mm-hmm. time innovating, you know, new products uh, because we don't have to. Yeah. Right. I, I, no, I no, that makes a lot of sense. You know, they're, they're in business to make money. And, you know, when 50% of the vehicles being sold today are SUVs or trucks and it's forecasted to be two thirds in the next several years and, you know, trucks are like the seller, um, you know, they're just, there's probably a lot less incentive for them to reach out and do. So, I mean, any of this. Yeah. So that makes it even like all that more, I don't know, it makes me feel good at least that like Ford has come out with the you know the mustang e and nissan made yeah. the leaf which the new one the new one actually looks pretty cool um you know chevy's got their electric vehicles and stuff so it's like they have them mm-hmm. but they're not you know obviously they're not at the same level as, as right stuff like it Tesla feels like a response it's a different yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it doesn't feel like they're, like they're trying they're to innovate like, they're trying to imitate. Yeah, they're catching up. They got like, yeah. They like called Bob down from the hallway, and they're like, yeah. "Hey, Bob." So Tesla, they made this car. It's completely electric. Do you think we could do something like that? And Bob's like, "I guess." Like, how much effort do you want me to put into this? Because I'm working on the Chevy Blazer right now. That's right. You know, and like, and I just got done with the Blazer. I'm tired. <laughs> Come on, Bob, do it. You know. Like, uh, like, you know that DeWalt right, drill you got? Like, make it like that DeWalt. Okay. All right. I can do that. I'll phone this one in, too. Yeah. Right. And But, again, I just think it's just their approach to it. You know, it's... Yeah. I think yeah. that they'll... Yeah. Again, I think Ford and Chevy are always going to be around and, and all these other manufacturers and stuff. But I think they're reluctantly going to get onto this mm-hmm. to this board here. But, yeah. um, but you well, know... Well, it's like they have to. They I mean, have they're to. They're going to have to, like, have to. eventually... Yeah. You know, they're going to have to fully embrace it. Yep. Maybe they're smart. You know, maybe they're smart to wait. You know, I mean, if they had jumped it right in both feet in, I, I don't remember when the first um, Tesla Roadsters came out. It was 24, 206, somewhere in that area, era. Um, right. But if they had tried to compete right then, they would have <laughs> absolutely made crap. And they would just so fall I can understand, face. you know, they're like waiting for the technology to get mature enough. Yeah, they didn't want to be bleeding edge by be, any means. No, no, yep. you know, yeah, but you know, at the same time, that's just leaving them behind, you know, correct, just, right. yep, yeah. But again, I think, again, I don't think we're going to see the death of any of these large manufacturers and stuff, you no. know, but you got to, you got to think though about the technology, obviously, and stuff again, par- uh, comparing it to the phones and stuff. I mean, again, mm-hmm. think about all those mm-hmm. big phones that were out back in the day, yeah, you know, Motor- Motorola yeah. and you know, all these other huge yeah, companies, Samsung, just, Sony Ericsson. San- yeah, yeah. Kyocera. 
Exactly. And there's just all these big companies and stuff. And I'm like, yep, we're just big dogs in the, in the small pool. And then all of a sudden, Apple was like, boof. It was just this Moab, you know, and mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, crap. You know, we they weren't expecting it, you know. No. And then they just, dude, they just yeah. rode that wave and everybody was scammering. And, and then like Blackberry's like, hey, we got the Blackberry storm. And everybody's like, cool, it's a response to this. And it was garbage. And, yeah, and yeah. I just immediately well, fell terrible. off. And then. And then again, just everybody just sat there like waiting for something. And iPhone or Apple's just like, yeah, we got this, you know. But then they got blindsided by Android and, you know. And But again, there's always going to be, I think there's always going to be an iPhone. There's always going to be Androids, mm-hmm. you know. But, but and, um, you know, it's interesting to run that parallel because Android ecosystem evolved through most of those companies that we just talked about. I mean, I can get right. LG right now with Android. It's not going to be as good or as nice or developed as the Samsung. Um, yep. Google makes their own Google phone. It's not even as nice as the Samsung, you know? And yeah, um, yeah. so really yeah. maybe that speaks to the opportunity for Ford or Chevy, you know, who is a big name like Samsung Yeah. to, to take that, like, you know, the iPhone pop tart paradigm yeah. Uh, yeah. and apply it to, to this technology, you know, um, yeah. Mustang's obviously trying. And I think it's really important to note that they're trying in the S in the, with the Maki in the, small SUV space because yeah. that is their market. Like that's their big, um, that's their bank. And so to yeah. try that yeah. in their biggest, um, you know, that's that hopefully works for them, you know? Yeah. But again, um, and we've talked about this on previous episodes, but I really yeah. felt like the Maki was just their response to like, yeah, it, it really seems like, again, it's just a, a, it looks that car looks like a boardroom of guys who don't know what to do. And they're 10, just like, um, right. They're just like, uh, let's do this. Okay. That, that sounds really cool. All right. And let's make it like, that. okay, that's really cool. And then let's name it. The, I don't know guys, what do you think? And then somebody's like, uh, let's <laughs> name it the banana or something. You know, they're whipping out stupid names and somebody's like, Oh, well, we just call it the Mustang and stuff, you know? And, and they're like, yeah, that'll, you know, that'll create a buzz. What if they called it? Cause it's what it's, is Mustang. Is it Mustang E or Mach-E? Mach-E, Yeah. They should have called it the me Stang. <laughs> oh <laughs> dang it Mom-stang. the mom stang <laughs> no you know like e for electric yeah that's right the me stang me, just just move the e into the in, further into the you know or call yeah. it uh call it the pony there yeah. you go see yeah but again you know there's so many other things that they could have done but again it, i just look at that and I say you guys were confused you know yeah, and, and we're, it's just, we're left it's, with it. It's like a safe bet. It's confusing, yeah. kind of, mm. but it's a safe bet because they're like, "Oh, what's a really popular car that we sell?" Uh, Taurus. No, uh, F one fifty. Mustang. Got it. Mustang. Got it. Let's do it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, but can we? But can we step back for a second and like they make the Explorer. Like every like half the stuff e- they make starts with a freaking E. e they could have just made a freaking big green E in front of the yeah. e Explorer. <laughs> Or if that would have been, yeah, they could have called it the E Explorer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make it ridiculous, like E Explorer, yeah, instead of Explorer, or just I don't know, a completely different name. I mean, it's like, hey, sure. Jeff, sure. no, what a weird no idea. Originality here, no. We know. know that none of these established companies have any original thought when it comes to naming. <laughs> it all died like Feel free to 50 call years us ago when That's you true. need help. This is us yeah, reaching right. out to we'll, you. 
We'll yeah, give you guys yeah. some ideas. I mean, Ford, you got me staying right there. That's <laughs> well, I think gold. right, so. but I think they're trying to take the page out of the book of like the movie industry. You know, it's like yeah. let's redo this and let's redo this and let's, let's redo remake this. it. Let's reboot. Yep. Let's reboot everything. And I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Man, we it sure is... do like to talk about electric cars, huh? We yeah. For it's so funny. Such like big before, fans of combustion for guys engines. that are really into shitty, like old <laughs> shitty cars, and we're talking about these. <laughs> That's what's so funny about it. It's like, like we've never like before Tire Kicker, we've never really talked about electric cars barely at all. And then we're like, let's let's start this show, yeah, Tire Kicker. Like and it's like that's all we talk about now is electric cars. Like what the hell's it? Like slap us, wake us up. Yeah. That's right, Nissan Pulsar. Let's do it. Gasoline. We live in the present too. You know, we're we we're just we responding do. to the. Right, to the what? We to the, are, yeah, the, we yeah. are responding to the what's out there. That's right. Yeah, stimulus. Um, the stimulus. There you so go. So I wonder. So one, we should probably move on. I'm thinking, but so one final thing. So with the iPhone, you know how the iPhone was was king for such a long time, and you, mm-hmm. you know, Jeff, you kind of mentioned this earlier, but it's like they're kind of like I've seen where it's like they're saying the iPhone like sales and like enthusiasm for the iPhone is just kind of lagging now, yes. and it's like not, mm-hmm. and it's not as big of a deal anymore right. when a new one comes out as it used well, to be. Well, they keep cranking so out like, the same the, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, and and it's like Apple is not focusing as much on the phone sales anymore, and they're looking at other things. Right. So it's like, could that happen to like to Tesla, like I, to these companies that are. I guess Tesla is the big one. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Could it happen to them? Could they like? It, it, it could. It could. I, I really, I really do. I, I would. I'm willing to venture to say that there's probably more of a chance of that happening than not, just because I don't think Elon cares. I think that Elon right now, it's he wants it's, to go to Mars. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it was his baby for a little bit, and he got it going. He's like, okay, cool. Now what's mm-hmm. next? You know. And so he just keeps moving around and stuff, and. He's just riding the wave, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that it's kind of like the whole reason the iPhone is hurting so much is because Steve Jobs is no longer there and it's going to be the same thing. You know, I mean, it's like Mm. their head designer works over at Lucid Air now, you know, Elon's trying to get the Mars, you know, so it's like I I just think that they're just going to keep trying to restamp the Tesla, you know, and. I think it's going to be there for a long time. You're just going to have a lot of people that just live sure. and breathe it, you know. But again, I I bet you there's a, a lot better of a chance of it ending up just like Apple, where it's just like That's the same a, thing. It's a really interesting parallel that you that I had never really thought of it that way. You know, drawing between you know cell phones and electric cars. I'm just it's a cool way to kind of kind of line them up there and compare them. I'm good at doing that stuff and back rubs. That's about it. <laughs> how much for a back yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's why I have so many kids. Mm. So you know what they say: eighty-four percent of back though, gotta... lead to whoopee. But kids give those weenie, those weenie, like you know, yes. two finger like massages, right. and you're like, no, you need to like squeeze and gotta... squeeze the life out of that's my shoulders. Right. I, I want to like, I want to like. <laughs> Wonder like what the hell? That's right. I want want scream. I want to wonder like I want to feel like something tinge in my leg. You know when you like squeeze really hard. I mean, my (laughs) wife does the same thing. I love her to death, but like how she gives back rubs and stuff. Like her hands are so tiny, and so I just feel it's like it's like I I always say it's like I just feel like there's like it's like pencil erasers like trying to rub my back, and I'm like, what are you doing back there? I'm like, I do with my big old hands. It's like, she's like, oh my gosh, I feel so good, and I'm like, I feel like you're trying to rub my back with chopsticks. What are you doing? You know, but. 
Yeah, I haven't I haven't had a good back rub in a long time. I don't know why why the hell we went down this road. I don't know. Oh, because you said that's all you do. Is that's right. Make comparisons I have made good analogies and back rubs. Yeah. Oh man, that's funny. Well, I suppose we should go ahead and move on to the next segment. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. Hyundai, 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 Hyundai. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Hyundai, 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 Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Hyundai, Sunday. Man, so obviously our listeners are probably like, yes, they talk about the Hyundai a lot. I didn't expect this from the show, <laughs> but hey, when you got yes, something cool me. to talk about, you know, we're gonna talk about That's it. Right, and That's right. The uh, story. Full disclosure. Yep, go ahead. My family, we we own two Hyundais, so yeah, my family Hyundai, owns if wanna, one. If you want to throw something, throw something our way, sure. We'll, yep, we'll take it. That's right, anyway. we'll take it. But uh, no, Hyundai's got a cool story. Um, you know, kind of like what I was saying in the intro there. I mean, they they're definitely a rags to riches story, and it's pretty cool. It's kind of like a Cinderella story of sorts, and and uh, good on them. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know, I I'll let you know Julian really go into it since this is more of his topic and stuff, but. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking about the days of, and you guys probably remember this or whatever, but I think it was the, the Hyundai accent that they came Mm -hmm. out with that there was a deal where it was like, buy one, get one free. And (laughs) I mean, I remember there's people in my town that took up on that. I'm like, damn, you got two cars. Like, yeah, it was only 9,900 bucks. I got about two of them. Like, damn, that was only, it's like five grand a car, you know, or something like that. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but. But I was just like, you bought two cars. Like, who does that? Buy one, get one free. And but I think that something like that kind of hurts the name, you know? Yeah. It's like yeah. It, it comes across like we're cheap, you know. And and the thing is, is like cheap can be used two ways. And mm-hmm. you know, sure. And so it's like I kind of it they kind of went a little too far on the the We're affordable. The, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. really affordable we're- and yeah. Yeah, but they were just they're yeah. just plastic tin cans and stuff and and uh yeah just rusty yeah and so but you know, like the, the pony in uh, canada yeah. apparently rusted out often yeah within 11 minutes <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but it's I like mean, did you guys okay it's ahead. like the simpsons episode where they're uh, it's a snow day and they run into the silo full of salt and knock it over and the car just basically disintegrates yeah i think <laughs> that's, that's that's pretty much that's what probably what it was anyway no, but I think um, again, b- without getting into the full storyline yet, but I think what they did was uh, they dug themselves a pretty big hole by trying to make a a name for themselves about being affordable, and rather than mm-hmm. just putting out a good solid line of cars and stuff and being a, sure. a slower, uh, uh, not a, not a slow, but a lower price point and stuff, rather than just doing that and standing behind it they like put out this weird campaign of just like hey you know we can do this and we can do that and then they just it's like they focus their money on a marketing scheme rather than putting out quality product and 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 it dug them a deep hole that they had to get out of but they did it they did it it definitely was like built to a price but it was a very low price yes you know and you knew (laughs) that you know getting into it too low for a car and yeah i mean i was talking to Jeff earlier about a buddy of mine who bought a Santa Fe when he first got out of college. 
you know, that was like his first big automotive purchase. He's going to buy a new car, you know, super excited. And he goes and le- like gets a 9900 you know, $99 a month Santa Fe that's, you know, probably $13,000. You know, is he going to be paying this car off for like 200 months? You know, there's like, <laughs> and so Hyundai kind of like, they've all like, I think that they did that pricing thing to kind of get, just get volume. Um, right. Yeah. You know, just get people into the door. Sure. Like they didn't, they didn't necessarily even care as much about this because they were just trying to sell anything. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it worked. I mean, it did. They're huge. Yeah. They are yeah. ginormous. Yeah. But I mean, not, I mean, they're not huge now. I think, you know, just because they sold cheap early on. I mean, obviously no. they've done no. a lot since then, but I mean, they're, they're like the biggest, what, like, biggest manufacturer in korea I, yeah their olsen yeah the olsen plant yep hmm. yeah but i mean Huge i think production that capacity. i think that and this is kind of what i was talking about off mic a little bit but i think that it was around you know 2010 to 2012 is where they really like hit the nitrous yeah you know and yeah. that's where they Absolutely. really yep. took off and yep, yep. uh i think that the sonata was a big part of that you know like they introduced mm-hmm. like a really really nice looking you know yes. and, and you got to yep. you got to admit Hands you know down. that it uh it was such an impact to the automobile industry that even ford and chevy and stuff started they instead of making fun of them they flipped the script and started trying to imitate them and they rode mm-hmm. that out for a while i mean the fusion the Malibu Impala, all that stuff. Everybody was trying to get their cars to look like the Sonata, you know, and, and they still do. There's still a lot of cars out there that are coming out looking like the Sonata, but cause it just made such a huge impact, you know, but, but, yeah. um, you know, and I'll say like, you know, you're talking about when they kind of, their design kind of just improved just overall. Yeah. yeah. Like my wife, uh, she had a 2008, uh, Elantra. So obviously that was before. And so it was a lot of, a lot of plastic, you know, cheap, Mm -hmm. just, I, I did not like that car. Right. I did not like driving it. It wasn't comfortable. Mm -hmm. The steering wheel felt like, like just the worst plastic and, you it's know, like so a many, car like, that you expect surfaces. to see in like the streets of India or something like that, and like everybody's like, honking their horns, like so get out of my way. The uh, it's like a goat the in the back. Was, <laughs> the se- Sorry, <laughs> the seat pad was too short. Like it didn't like yeah. my leg hung off of there, so it was uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, so I hated driving that car. Yeah, yeah. And then, but then, so her mom, my mother in law. She got a 2012 Sonata. Mm-hmm. And I'm like comparing those two and I'm like, these night are totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the, the it's, just, it's just, yeah, it's night and day yeah. between the two. And and so, and, you know, now I drive, oops, sorry, um, I drive, you know, a, a 2018 Elantra GT. And I, you know, I'm like, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. And my wife has a, now she has a 2017 Elantra, you know, sedan. Um, and both of them i'm just like wow this is yeah this is awesome compared yeah. to that 2008 i'm just like holy cow it's pretty interesting so, yeah. how many parallels i think hyundai has to like what honda was doing in the 80s um what subaru was doing in the early 90s i mean um especially lately you know i felt like they like yeah. played the 
cheap car role for a long time. The way the the way Honda kind of bridged into the U.S. with the CVCC and the Civic, and um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys ever saw like some of the early Accords that were basically like the size of a modern Fiesta. Totally, um, yes. You yeah. know, that's absolutely <laughs> where they started, and you know, yeah. But I kind of um, like those. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like them. <laughs> <laughs> for, for being I mean, real easier yeah. as a cool car yeah. but anyways yeah and you know hyundai i think they've uh they've watched that playbook and yeah. i think that they've like bided their time you know they yeah. um they've made some good smart choices like they bought kia when the yeah. buying was good and some things like that um but you know when you look at them right now in 2019 it's only been 10 years since we basically all thought they were kind of crap. Sure. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, they, they that is really impressive. Know, 20 yeah. years ago, they were like, absolutely, we're not interested unless I like have zero credit. And 10 years ago, it was like, well, actually, you know, this is a very reliable car. It would be a reasonably right. safe choice. It's almost like yeah. buying a Tercel or something um, because they used to market them with like, you could get one with 10 year, 200,000 mile warranty. Yes. And that's crazy. It is crazy. Um, you know, and they still has great, uh, still has great warranty. Yeah. Their warranty program. Okay. Pretty good. What is that? Yep. What's the um, warranty name? You know about it. Well, now you put me on the spot. Well, yeah, I'm actually going <laughs> to need to see the, I'm going to need to click, see click, the fine click, print. Click, 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 click. Yeah. I'm pretty certain. So they have a, the lifetime warranty is like the caveat with that is, is that it can't transfer. It can't transfer. Yeah. yeah. So if you, you own it, it for your life, yep. yep. yeah. So, so as long as I, so Wanda's car, we got it used. Wanda's my wife, by the way, um, got hers used. So she wouldn't have that warranty, but my car, we bought brand new. Mm-hmm. So we would still have that warranty. So it's got, um, so vehicle powertrain coverage, 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty, 5-year, 60,000-mile new vehicle limited warranty, 7-year unlimited miles anti-perforation warranty, 5-year mm-hmm. unlimited miles 24-hour roadside assistance. Well, maybe. So well, the only thing that I see that's unlimited is the roadside assistance. What? Yeah, but I think back in the day they did. They mm-hmm. had a lot I mean, of unlimited. Well, maybe I'm just or full lifetime. Of I mean, crap. Nate, I'm no, gonna make but you I feel better. They, a GTI has like a thirty-six thousand mile right, year warranty. Right. <laughs> yeah. is, you know. No. So yeah, ten-year, hundred thousand mile powertrain. I mean, how many people actually keep their car? Ten years. Uh, well. Yeah, actually, years. most people now. I guess the average life of the car on the road is twelve to fourteen. So, oh, it is okay. You know, I guess after that ten-year warranty wears off, it goes downhill fast. But, um. <laughs> well, I think that I think that I'd put my money on the Hyundai still lasting for a while. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it'll I'd last a long time. But I don't think a lot of people miles. hold on to a car for ten years. You know what I mean? Like, right. like I think yeah. that what you're saying, yeah. Julian, is it, yeah. the average car is twelve okay. to fourteen yeah. years. Right. You know, but right. that's probably a second or a third owner at that point, you know. Yeah. Um, and like, those like, situations, uh, the warranty I've doesn't transfer. I've never owned a car for that long. Yeah. Like, my, if I average it out, it's probably like 2.5 years or yeah. something like that. Now, whereas whereas my wife, she kept that 2008, and she loved that car. I yeah. don't know why, but she loved that well, car. She kept it for over 10 years. Holds so. that goat in the back. Great, man. It's just... Meh. <laughs> No, I, yeah, I think the car I had the longest was my Beamer, you know, and okay. uh, but it's just one of those things where when you, you you know, I mean, well, Nate, you're a lot like me where 
I I'll, I literally have gone driving through car lots with in transit stickers in my car. <laughs> you know, because I just love cars so much, and I'm always like daydreaming about getting different cars and stuff. But but um, you know, but for me, like when I had my Beamer, it was just like all the cars I had before that they would just constantly have issues and stuff. And then when I had that Beamer, it had a lot of electrical issues. I'll I'll give it that, but it always drove where I needed it to go and it was an A to B car every single day and I could freaking put sure. my foot in it whenever I wanted to and stuff and it took it and and so I just never really thought about it. I was constantly looking at other cars and stuff but I held that thing for like a long time and I think that's the big thing about this is like again coming back to the warranties and everything I think that the average person will hold on to a car if they trust it you know what I mean? But once yeah, you sure. get into yeah, a situation yeah. where it's like, I don't know, it's been three years and I'm at 36,000 miles and the warranty's about over and it, I've taken it in four times already and the transmission's kind of clunking yeah. and stuff, you know, they don't want to do it, you know, but it's mm -hmm. another thing yeah. when it's like, I've had this car for seven years, I'm at 100,000 miles and it's still ticking. So I'll just keep putting synthetic oil in it and we'll ride yeah. this puppy yeah. out for as long as we can. I mean, I like... I have had like zero issues with my car. Yeah. Like I've only, I mean, I've only got like 20,000 miles on it. I don't drive a lot. Obviously now with COVID and stuff, I don't drive, I drive less. Um, I think I've taken it in for one, uh, recall and then mm -hmm. the rest has just been oil changes. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, I have no worries about it. Like in the car, like the, the car itself, like, I haven't discovered any like rattles or things haven't like fallen out, you know, just random stuff falling out. I think I've had like one, it's like one, one of those plastic like clip in bolt things like yeah. that. That's like a, like a, that covers like a panel or something. Yeah, a little interior fastener. Yeah. yeah. One, yeah. A fastener. Yeah. Like one of those, I found one of those and I can't figure out where the hell it came from. But <laughs> other than that, so, okay. So compare that to, um, I, I, I bought a, in 2013, I bought a brand new charger. Um, and comparing my experience with that car and I kind of have, I kind of owned them for about the same amount of time. Um, mm -hmm. I had the charger for, you know, a little over two, two years, almost three years. Um, that car developed a mystery dash rattle, like immediately. <laughs> it was the <laughs> like, I'd be driving the dash. Yeah, it's like, ee, ee, you know, just and I'm like, I'd be like slapping the dash, like, stop it. Yeah. Sh shut up. Yeah. You know, it's just like, but I mean, I didn't think a whole lot of it. I was like, yeah, it's kind of annoying, but whatever. But it's like comparing the Hyundai quality to the Dodge. I'm like, this Hyundai is tight. I mean, this car mm -hmm. is like, mm -hmm. this car is sweet. And the and the Dodge also was sweet, but uh, I not as high quality on the inside. Yeah. Like, yeah. It just. Yeah. Well, it's like my son's Veloster is a it's a 2014 and it's dude, it it feels brand new. You know, it's six years old and it feels brand new. I mean, it's got 60,000 miles on it, maybe. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just the everything's just super tight in it. It drives great. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that car. I trust him to go anywhere in that car. You know, that's the yeah. whole reason we bought it. But yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't have any. The only thing that would make me get rid of the car that I have would be either it's not practical for my family or I I give in to my like fickleness and and, you know, buy another car in my car guy kind of right. inside and buy something else. Otherwise, I mean, I think this this is a car I could drive for like 20 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Like, no yeah. problem. I thought it was kind of cool. Like, way back in 2004, they actually were, like, ranked second in initial quality. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, which, they were. You know, that's not who I would expect to be number two. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but what car were they riding that out on, though? I think yeah. wasn't that. I mean, because the, the, it was probably the Tucson, right? Like, the Tucson and the Santa Fe. I don't know. In, it might have been the. Yeah. could have been the Santa yeah, Those are. I mean, I, I have a cousin who, like would ramp any car you gave him and he still has a, like O2 Hyundai you just can't kill. You know, they were yeah. building like cockroaches in 2002. Right. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just well, remember so the like, Santa Fe and the Tucson were really big back then, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, like uh I'm you know, Hyundai you know, even obviously we we mentioned that that 2010 time period where they redesigned, but yeah. like I think the quality was just like you know, initially, like with the the Hyundai Excel, you know, in the United, the Pony in Canada and the Excel in the United States, uh, you know, they were cheap, mm-hmm. but they were they were cheap price and they but they were cheap quality, um, you know, and that damaged Hyundai their reputation for for quite a while, and they yeah. spent a lot of time and they, a lot of money, you know, they put a lot of effort into, you know, uh, they they stood behind their product, they offered warranty, you know, better warranty coverage than other companies, um, so you know. They were, you know, Julian, what what year was that you said? Oh, four. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they so they rebuilt their reputation and their quality. Um, so you, you can know, see enough. they're ramping up for yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. They ramped it yeah. up. And yeah. then they just like, like you said, they kind of hit the nitrous and they kind of mm-hmm. took it to another level when they redesigned. Yes. Yeah. And they're just they're just continuing that with. You know, and now. And oh man, they're on they fire have, now. It makes me so excited. Yeah, just yeah. to talk about all these components they're adding. You know, it's like, yeah. um, it, uh, it's like Thundercats or something, right? Yes. Like, first, they like they got the reliability cat. They got the right. cool design cat. Yeah. They got the you know, and it's just like they're all combined to be this like super company with our powers um, combined. Yeah, I mean they won World Rally Championship last year, yeah. right? Yeah, That's dude, they're they're boss. batting a thousand right now. They're totally bat. Well, and like I, again, I'm really good at analogies here or comparisons, but I really feel like they're kind of playing it out like Nike at this point because like. I think that they had an all-star and that's the Sonata. Mm-hmm. And so where I'm getting at this is like, if you think of Nike, Nike back in the seventies and early eighties and stuff, it was kind of a junk company. I mean, not a lot of people were buying Nikes and stuff like that. And they're just kind of another brand of a shoe. And, um, and so when they went and sponsored, you know, Michael Jordan, it was just kind of unheard of, you know, at that point, mm-hmm. at that point. And so they're like, well, let's give it a shot and let's dump some money into this and see what we can do. So they gave him his own line of shoes and stuff and it took off, you know, and it worked for him. And so they had this all-star that they grew with him and, um, and he launched them into the, you know, stratosphere and, um, and it did so well that now Nike's a huge name still. And like, and still Michael Jordan is still putting out shoes and he hasn't played basketball in you know, 15 years or whatever it is. Yeah. And, but the thing is, is like, I feel like, again, still comparing the two, I feel like we're in like 1994, the bulls right now, like we're, we're really hot with Hyundai right now. Like they're just pumping out awesome cars and every single thing is like a freaking home run or third base hit at least you know or something like that and i mean dude they got what 19 models of cars right now and like there's not a bad one oh, geez. <laughs> you know? that's insane you know 
Well, you said, okay, hold on. You said there's not a bad one. Well, I mean, yeah, (laughs) compared, compared to sure. 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 You know, but, uh, I I guess like, you know, if we're saying bad, like quality, obviously they're all high quality. Yep. And then, then the rest is just kind of like personal preference. Correct. yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like I think that the big factor of all this is I, I'm going to rely on Julian here, but but uh, you know I we all know or not we all know, but I think this is where you need to go mm-hmm. with this. Julian is you know where this all came about, and it was some strategic moves of getting the right players in the boardroom. Totally. You know, oh yeah, you know to go back to the Bulls analogy, you know yep. you've got to get you've got to get your team together. And you've got to add the right players. And you can't just have a dude who can dunk, right? You need a guy who can go and get the ball back. You need a guy who, you know. And Hyundai's totally been been doing that. Um, yeah, absolutely. And they kind of, I don't know, I, I feel like they've always tried to do that, you know? I mean, um, yeah. like we talked about the Pony um, being their first car and how they went to Ital Design, which is this excellent, very well-known designer, Giugetto uh, Giugetto. Who did you know? Miura, he did DeLorean, he did GTI, he did um, cameras and all kinds of other kind of consumer products, and uh, they got the guy from British Leyland to kind of head up their, you know, um, initial development too. And so they they kind of like when they first did cars, they kind of did the same thing way back in the was it sixty seven? Is that right? Yeah, um, I think so. When they kind of yeah, and then. Now they've hit this point where like they're resurrecting that ethos, but they're, you know, uh, I mean, it was 2014 they they stole the dude from M, and so what yeah. we're seeing now is like the final fruits of this. Like we talked a little bit earlier about how long it takes to actually develop a car, and right. it takes like five years. And so like that yeah. guy when he came on, like the stuff that we are seeing now, is mm-hmm. the fruit of that planning and, and those seeds that were yep. planted. And they are really, they're really ramping up that in, you know, yes. high yeah. performance yes. line. And Hyundai's kind of always um, been a design. Okay, Hyundai would always say that they have always been a design focused company in terms of cars. Um, I think they've had some real misses over the years, but sure. um, like you guys are talking about, like that oh oh eight twelve era Sonata. Um, you know, they really just hit it out of the park. Like I knew tons of people who just bought that car, you know, because it yeah. looked good. It was well built. Um, yeah. And, and then today. But you saw them you know, everywhere. Saw them everywhere. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and they're a great alternative to, a, you know, a Honda Accord, which is super expensive now for what sure. it is. Or, yep. you know, a camera or whatever. You, you get a an accord yeah. with nothing in it or you can get a hyundai that's like fully loaded and yeah what's the deal with honda turning everything into like a uber expensive yeah. option? acura <laughs> yeah but that's acura what about honda you yeah. know yeah the accords are like luxury cars and i'm like they're that's not what they're yeah. all about i think they, they even stopped making the fit this year which would be like their little car right know? well yeah it's yeah, because yeah. <clears throat> it's because honestly speaking um financially speaking of uh, you know a lot of people look at america as kind of the basis of this and stuff but the mm-hmm. the median salary has gone up a lot you know for the yeah. majority of, of of americans and stuff and and so they're just like hey look you know we're we've spent so long 
due to the gas, you know, wars and stuff of the 70s and 80s and stuff like that. And then, you know, we spent so long, like, focusing on people just trying to struggle and get by and stuff. And now it's like there's lots of people who are making six figures, you know, within their families. And so they're they're yeah. like, you know, we don't need to do this anymore. Let's try to squeeze some money out of them, you know, and that's yeah. what everybody's doing. Get some of that Jeep Grand Wagoneer money. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. So I think that's what it is. I think that just a median mm-hmm. household, I mean, it went from like 31,000 a year or something like that to like 56,000 a year, almost, almost overnight, you know, so it's over, mm. it's over doubled in just a matter of a few years. And so I think that's yeah. what they're doing. Like, well, it, it was a stretch for them to afford a $200 a month car payment. Now it's, you know, now it's not so much a stretch for them to afford a $600 a month car payment. So let's maybe, let's maybe stretch them to 800 a month, you know, and let's see if, mm-hmm. if they'll do it. And they are, people are doing it. So, you know, I kind of, when I was reading about, about, um, you know, Hyundai's history, I was like, wouldn't it be cool to get a hold of like, uh, you know, one of those first, those Excels or, uh, you know, or a pony. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, I looked, you know, just kind of Googled briefly or searched. I'm like, there's nothing out there. And then I was thinking like, well, actually, would it be cool to get a hold of one of those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like, would it actually just be like, okay, well, this is a thing that you know whatever but but i think um, if you're writing on nostalgia it would be kind of cool sure yeah just to kind of like see it like this is what they this is what they started with yeah and i think that would be cool because i you know i'm a i'm a big fan of hyundai i like you know i like you know everything they're doing um so yeah i think that would be fun to kind of see like the root see where it came from and like see you know where it started yeah Um, but would you hang your hat on that though as like having one of those in your garage you know what i mean it's like, I'm a big Hyundai <laughs> fan, but do I want that shoebox? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're up at like a stoplight in an S coupe. Yeah. Like very few people are going to look over and be like, dang. Yeah. An S coupe. I wonder if he's single. You know? That's a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't have to wonder. Um, That's right. <laughs> you don't have to wonder. Yeah, but, that is a sweet car. Yeah. I'd be like, hell yeah, brother. But that's the thing. I mean, it's it, again, some people just really like those odd, obscure, you know, mm-hmm. uh, vehicles and stuff. And, it's, and again, you got a lot of truists too what? that you know, you know, uh, you know, think of like Volkswagen for example. I mean, I yeah. still see you know rabbits driving around all over the place. Yep. You know, and it's like, yeah. dude, I'm like, that's a '78 Rabbit right there. What the hell? You know, it's like. But again, it's like, hey, it's a good car. It's still running, yeah. you know. You know, well, I, again, I don't think know if about... you could say that about about the Hyundai because it would it still be running. Yeah, that's true. It would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Excel still work? That's a... <laughs> you know, yeah. I think it's kind of cool to think about. Um, so I've always thought about Hyundai as like this really um, indecisive kind of a brand. Like it doesn't really know mm. if it wants to be Toyota or Honda or. You know, and, and it's establishing its own identity now a lot better than it ever was before. You know, and yes. I think one thing that's really added to that is the Veloster. You know, we talked about yes, um, like so when you when you think about like Hyundai's, and then you think about let's say Toyota or Honda. You know, the Hyundai uh, Hyundai really needs a car, <clears throat> and they've tried a few times, but they really need a car that people are gonna want in fifteen or twenty years. Yeah, the same way that they want an old Civic hatchback, or they want an '80s Supra, or an RX-7, or a Star- Starion, or 
you know, even just a super classic rabbit like you like you're talking about. And I just don't think they build that car or they didn't forever. You know, forever, they tried yeah. with the Tiburon and the yeah. Tiburon was just kind of like a Celica swinging a miss and then Yeah. Um, Genesis Coupe. The Genesis which Genesis, I mean yeah. on that's a car where like right now I would go and drive that cuz it's a good yeah. car. Yeah, you know, me too. There's man. nothing I wrong would, with that thing. Just completely doesn't pull the same level of like yeah. appreciation as and like you know an RSX even. You know, thinking like about my car that I have now, mm-hmm. like the GT. Yeah. I'm like, it's a cool car. Yeah, but I'm like, is this gonna be? A, I'm like, I'm like, what, is this car that I would like lust after? Like you said, in like 15 yeah. years. Is it a I'm t-shirt like, yeah. car? You know, yeah. is yeah. it? I mean, yeah. they're discontinuing it, so obviously, it's yeah. Not, well, I think that also <laughs> with know. that and the Veloster, I think where they screwed up was is that um, they made those cars sporty and fun and everything, but they took away the like gearhead aspect of it. And what I mean is, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's no turbo gauge. You know, you have a car with right. a turbo in it, and it's like it's got a turbo. It's like okay, where? It's like you can't hear it. You don't see engages, you know, it's like, but it's in there. I promise. And it's like, yeah, I, if, if I'm getting with some of the turbo, I want to know that it's got a turbo. Yeah, like you know? all those old, like those 80s cars, like, yes. you know, may, the turbo, no matter how like powerful it was, it, you had a turbo gauge. Yeah. Right. Like my car has a turbo. You, like you said, you can't hear it. Like you don't even hardly no. notice there. And it's like, it'd be sweet if it did have a gauge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then you could at least see like, oh, look, look there. Yep, I'm see, getting boost. boost. Yep. I got yep. a boost. You know, yeah. and I, I think that's probably like I don't know. That's they're putting turbos. I feel like in a lot in a lot of cars. Now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost yeah. Everything. But they're not as like it's not obviously a turbo. Like it's not like right. I mean, like so yeah, the no, Ford Transit you can get with a turbo, right? I don't care about a boost yeah. gauge in a Ford Transit, but nobody does, <laughs> you know. But yeah. if you're buying something that's sporty, like the Elantra GT or the Veloster N or, yeah, or yeah. something like that, it's like. Yeah. You know, I want to. I'm it's totally like, with you. Yeah, it's like I'm what getting a, it with yeah. a six speed or something. Like I want to see this. And such a cheap bell and whistle to add to. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a freaking yeah. gauge. It's gonna cost them maybe yeah, fifty dollars. It just hooks up to a vacuum hose. It's like big deal. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so simple. Like like the Z, like all the Zs. Like I feel like they've carried across that. Like from the beginning until now, like they mm-hmm. have that three, yes. that kind of hump, like right on the yeah, middle uh-huh. of the dash where you have those three gauges, yep. you know, that water are, temp, oil temp, and something else. I don't know. Is it, is it, a, well, those aren't turbos, so it wouldn't be, a, wouldn't be a boost. It's gauge. the awesome clock. But, but either way, but either <laughs> way, clock. it has the gauges there, you know. It, yeah. And but it, it's yeah. like, like it that has, type it, of like, feedback is, yeah. Gearheads, we love extra yes. information. Yes. Like we want to know this yeah, stuff. Right. I know that the automakers now, they're just like, people don't care. It doesn't matter. The car, the computer will take care of it all. Who gives yeah. a crap? But, you know, it's like, <sighs> we want it there. Yeah. It's like, yeah. why can't they just put it there? Yeah. Right. There, yeah, don't like, care. Poor we Declan, care. he's just like, hey, dad, you know, how hard is it to put a blow-off valve in? I'm like, why? He's like, well, I got this car. It's got a turbo in it. And it's like. I don't even really even know if the turbo's actually in it and stuff. He's like, I, I guess I see it, but I don't yeah. hear it. I don't have a boost gauge. I don't have anything. He's like, it's kind of boring. And I mean, you feel it. You feel it kick in and stuff, but it's like, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm just like, dude, my my 88 Shelby, you know, it's like I could, even just my Dodge Shadow that had a turbo, you know, it was yeah. an automatic little four banger and stuff like that, but it had a boost gauge in it and stuff. And I was like, I was proud mm-hmm. of that. They're like, look, I'm getting boost 12 pounds. Woo! 
you know so but like now it's just like oh yeah it's got turbo cool anyways you want to go get a shake mm-hmm. you know so it's like it's like no big no, it's deal a it's like, oh, blow off valve. it doesn't make any of the fun noises sorry yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i used to have this boosted so. sob that um you know i had an atmospheric blow off valve and uh mm-hmm. A few other had definitely had the gauge in the dash, but I it had its own factory gauge. But obviously, I wanted I was running more boost, so I had to had my own gauge and stuff. But mm-hmm. just the like, you'd get in the gas. You wouldn't even have to get in it much, but just when you let off and you hear that, yeah. Oh man, yeah. all day I would just drive around just to hear that. You yeah, know? It just makes it just, just makes you smile. Yeah. Yep. Like yep. like we were talking about earlier. I think before we were off. Uh, off mic that uh, mm-hmm. there's that 92 autozam yeah az1 yeah. like yeah. i that's on bringatrailer.com yeah listeners um <laughs> and there's a video of the guy driving it and it's yeah. a turbo and i'm just like like you said i could just watch and listen to that like all day i'm like i just yeah. want to watch this guy drive around and and rev it up and shift gears it's like you know just like yeah. oh man just the full so sensory experience cool. yes <sighs> yeah so I agree. I agree. I think uh, Jeff, you said you know taking that kind of gearhead, the the attractive gearhead stuff out of the cars, mm-hmm. even though they're sporty. Yeah, it just kind of it kind of makes them kind of bland, right? And just you know, and it, and it might be a culture thing too, because like you know, if you look at like, and I know these are two way different cars, but say say you got like the Veloster N, which has got a really really cool you know setup inside underneath the hood. And then you compare that to say like the Hellcat, you know, well, the Hellcat obviously Mm -hmm. is a completely different car and everything, but like you hear that thing, you know, that it is there for business, you know, but the Veloster N, like I said, again, like 275 horsepower compared to like 700, you know, I I know they're way different cars, but the thing is, it's like, you know, the Veloster N was actually intentionally supposed to be sporty and they, Mm -hmm. they, they, they made that car towards the, the, the sporty type of, of, uh, um, what would you say? Fan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Driver enthusiast. Yeah. yeah, Driver enthusiast. Exactly. And so it's like the same thing with the Hellcat, but it's American, you know, it's like freaking want to know that there's a motor in there. You know, I want to hear that, that freaking supercharger and stuff, you know, and it's like those dinosaurs. Right. And I'm just like, to me, I'm like, Honda, dude, seriously, $300. And you could have this thing go to from like a five coolness factor to like a nine, you know, (laughs) by just adding a couple, a, a gauge. And then, like I said, just maybe, be a blow off valve or or something to it you know but i don't know i mean it's... i will say go ahead uh, sorry i will say though my uh my gt's got a pretty sweet exhaust burble yeah idle you yeah turn that sucker on and you go out it's like burr, burr, burr. yeah the veloster does too yeah duckland's car pretty sounds sweet. really good and when he gets on it and stuff it sounds pretty throaty it sounds pretty good but it just it's got a turbo in there yeah, somewhere just, <laughs> yeah but i agree i agree it's like you know just you know, I was, you know, I was kind of, kind of ragging on the, on the Dodge earlier, you know, with my charger, you know, I still, I still love it though. I mean, I, right. I still love that car, love that car and, and Dodge really did it right when they, you know, brought back the charger yeah. and the, and the, and the challenger because, mm-hmm. and the challenger, especially because, you know, I don't know if we talked about this on, on a previous episode or we, I know we've talked about it, but just like the front, yeah, it just, it's so retro yes. and it's yeah. so awesome. Nailed it. It's That's, just yeah, yep. it's freaking great. 
we complain about them pulling the wrong name out of a hat over and over. That's one where they got that. They got right that right, dang. like hundred yep. percent. They did that right, and I think that that's where Ford was like, you know what, the Challenger does so good, let's do that with something else. And they're like, how about let's bring back the Bronco and let's make it look like the Bronco. And then you know, it's kind of yep. like it, again, it's kind of like music, you know, um, you know, like you have your favorite band. And they put out like two albums and they sound similar. And you're like, man, I love this band so much. And they put out a third album. It's like way different. You're like, eee. and they put out a fourth album. It's like a different again. It's like, okay. And you start to forget about them. And then like they put out a fifth album. that sounds just like their first album. Everybody goes ape over it. They're like, yeah, it's my favorite band again. You know? And that's what You're it back. is. It's the same thing. It's like they fall in love with something for a reason. And, uh, you know, sometimes, yeah, I, I'm sure as a designer, as a creative person, it sucks to keep putting out the same thing that people always want. But um, at sure. a, another point is like, you know, appeal to the masses. That's what I say. You know, I'd love to see Chevy mm-hmm. put out a Chevelle. You know, I'd really like to see that. I'd like to see something oh, kind of like the Challenger. It's just some big fat, you know, just yeah. stupid, like just nothing. total throwback. Exactly. I always really yes. wanted them to bring the Holden here because I just felt yes. like bring the Camaro back. Like, I mean, not the Camaro, the El Camino back. The El Camino, you know, yeah. Like the, yep. America, I think, was would be ripe for that. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're trying to bring back the mullet. I mean, now's the time to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Business up Heck front, yeah. party in the back, boys. Oh, man, my uh, so my old gym teacher in high school had, a, had an El Camino. It's pretty sweet. There's a guy down the street you know, from me is that one. We're all, you know, I'm always like checking it out. It's not even like it's a maybe an eighty one and so it's even like less cool than I think the seventies ones are. It's yeah, little, yeah. You know, but you Dude, know, just, we had that uh we had that work we had that work retreat, the last one that we did. And okay. uh on Highway seventy five on the way back home. There was somebody that was selling, uh, I think it was an 87 or an 88 or something like that, El Camino SS. And it was red. Oh, my gosh. It was freaking cool looking. And he had it sitting off in the grass over there. I, I whipped around and went by it like three times. I'm like, oh, I wonder if I should buy that. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool because that was like when it had the fiberglass front end on it and the four headlights. And and uh, gosh, dang, that was a cool car. But. Is yeah, it's kind of like the Monte Carlo SS, but it's an El Camino. Yeah, and man, it was cool. But my dad almost had an El Camino, and what I mean by almost, it was El Camino esque, but it was made by Dodge, and it was called the Rampage, and it was really not a Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he had a Dodge Rampage, and that, that thing was I know that vehicle. Yeah, yeah, that thing was uh was junk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it had a. I think it had a one barrel Holly carburetor in it and it had no kick down. So when you would like go to pass it, like when it kicked down in another gear, it would just stay. <laughs> so anyways. So guys, I saw, I think it was Saturday down the street from my house. We, I mean, we talked a little bit about, uh, uh, well, we talked about Jeep, uh, mm-hmm. in our, one of our previous episodes. I saw a Jeep truck, not a new one. But an old one. Yeah. And I'm not super familiar with what, what they are. I'm kind of just looking at them now. I'm like, what could that have been? Could it have been a, well, there's a uh, Honcho J10? I don't know. Because I'm looking at like the older ones. I'm like, no, it wasn't one of those. It looked more like 80s, at like late 70s, mm-hmm. 80s. So it's got to be. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it But yeah, was... I'm like I'm like, wow, Jeep truck. That looks cool. Yeah, so they had the Jeep <laughs> Gladiator. It was, it was an SJ. That's probably what you're talking about. Um, yeah, so if you look up Jeep Gladiator, that's could be what you're talking about. So they those were out from 62 to 88. Um, so they're out for a while. Maybe it was a Comanche, though. Could be a Comanche, but I think the Comanche was a trim package, though, wasn't it? Or I'm thinking of like the well, Cherokee. It says Chief, it was a successor to the um to the to the Gladiator was the Comanche. Okay. okay. Could MJ. Be. It's yep. an MJ. MJ. Michael Jordan. Eighty yep. four. Wow, they made it. Oh, is this is a pickup truck variant of the Cherokee. Yeah. So which is made eighty four yeah. I thought you were talking about like the bigger, bulkier like that was what No, I was it was about. it was a sorry, it was a it was a smaller oh, okay. it was a smaller yeah, yeah. truck. Yep. Yeah, the Comanche. But yeah, was like I just I thought that, I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I definitely. That. I thought the I thought that the Comanche kind of was like like a it was basically a Dodge Dakota of that time. If you remember what the Dodge mm-hmm. Dakotas okay. looked like in the eighties, yeah, okay. it was um, just a different front end, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Oh yeah, it's got that that eighties paint scheme with like the the gradient, like the yeah. brown and yeah. then the, the, <laughs> the tan and then the cream. Oh. So cool, love it. Anyway, we're way off. We're way off. We track what were we talking about again? Oh, Hyundai. <laughs> we're deep in the weeds. Like we always find ourselves. Get the pigeon wedge, guys. I'm covered in sand, and I got I got ticks on me and stuff. I'm like, what's going on? I think I got crabs. My legs are bleeding. What I the hell the happened? What what the cop? So, we... <laughs> what the cop? Cop? Should we do our love? Don't love? Yeah. I'm into it. I, it's a little, I guess, a little different, I guess, since we're not doing specific model. But well, yeah, let's let's move on to the next segment. Let's go on to the like dislike of Hyundai. All right. So we are going to do that. Okay. We are going to do. It. Let's do it. Uh, let's do it. Okay. So okay. well. Can we just all say the smell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're there. The new car smell? Yeah, that's right. The new Hyundai <laughs> smell. Our, that's our I actually love that. So Oh, I love the know, new car smell. Yep. That yeah. I uh I prefer that, that scent. Yeah, I agree. Anyway. I agree. Well, I would say um I mean, since we're not talking about a particular car this time, I would just say like let's just talk about the company as a whole. You know, like, you mm-hmm. know, we were just got done ragging on the fact that you know they don't put you know turbo gauges in their cars and stuff you know but i think there's a lot of stuff to, to like about the company but there's also a lot of stuff that it's like ah come on guys what were you thinking you know so yeah um I, i'm i'm gonna go first if you guys don't mind but i i think that my my favorite thing about hyundai is is uh probably just their their grit you know, like mm-hmm. they, they realized that they made some mistakes and they learned from them and stuff. And like I said, they, they dig themselves in a big, big, deep hole back in the day. And they were like, Hey, you know what? Let's, let's get out of this and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think that they've done a, a good job where again, they're just like Nike They're I think Honda is going to be around for a long time that people are just going to respect that, that manufacturer, you know, they're going to continue to put out pro- you know quality products at a, at a good price. And I think they're always going to just, you know, uh, be a, a respectful vehicle, you know, moving forward. So that's, that's why I like about what Hyundai has done, um, you know, up to this point. But as far as like what I dislike, 
again, I know we just mentioned all the turbo gauges and stuff, you know, but I, I would ultimately just say the, the thing that I dislike is um, that I do feel like they miss the mark when it comes to their sport cars. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that the Veloster is a cool car. I think the Elantra GT is a cool car. Um, but again, I think that they could, they're like at like a six, you know, like where yeah. they could go with it, you know, and, yeah. uh, we're like the Hellcats, like a 14 out of 10, you know? <laughs> you yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they could at least, you know, push for, a, yeah. you know, eight or a nine or something, yeah. you know, kind of hit, you know, go like all out sporty. Correct. And, and I guess, you know, that could actually is, that's what I was thinking is what I, what I dislike, um, is that they don't offer like the Genesis coupe. Yeah. And obviously Genesis is its own, like, you know, whatever sure. luxury sub brand, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, but they don't have that, like that sporty, yeah. you know, powerful, sporty two door. Correct. Coupe. I mean, they have the Velocitor mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. Yeah. but that's not really the same. It's more of a hot hatch. Thing. Yeah. 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 And and the Genesis Coupe, like I I actually didn't really know a whole lot about those, but like I just started looking at like used ones for sale and like reading about them. I'm like, holy crap, these cars sound awesome. Yes. Yeah. Like they had Mm -hmm. gobs of horsepower. Well, exactly. And I think that's kind of my point is what I'm saying is like, okay, so like the Veloster, for example, my son's car. I I love it. It's a six speed. It's fun to drive, you know, but but I don't I don't like when I drive it and I drive it quite a bit, but the thing is, is like, I don't get out of that car. I mean, you know, when I've just been ripping on it for a while and get out of it and be like, gosh, dang, that thing's fun. You know, I don't think that when, you know, it's like I had mm. fun, more fun than driving my Lincoln, mm. you know, but I don't get out of mm-hmm. it. It's like, gosh, dang, that thing's a ripper or something like that. You know, like you drive a Mustang, like, you know, say you got a V8 Mustang, you know, five, five liter or something like that. And you go out to have some fun with it and stuff and you come back and you're just like, Whew, you know, <laughs> like that was a that was a fun time. You know, I was spinning some cookies mm-hmm. or whatever and doing some Bernies or whatever, and it was a good time, you know, or a Camaro or something like that, you know. But you you have this Veloster and you're like, Yeah, I, I got to where I needed to go. And yeah. I zipped around mm-hmm. a little bit and, and it's got some get up and stuff, but it's not I mean it's it's it got two hundred and seventy five horsepower. I mean it's it's not it's no joke, you know, but it's still you just don't feel like you're like it's not riveting, it's not white knuckle, it's not anything, it's just mm-hmm. A little bit more than a regular sedan, and that's yeah. where it's I like, feel that it's just kind of limp, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't feel like yeah. Hyundai has anything like, you know, with the Velocitor or the Elantra GT, where yeah. like you get out of the car, like you go to you go to a store or something in the parking lot, and you get out and you you're walking and you 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 don't look back and like yeah. you said, Jeff, yeah. like you don't you yeah. don't look back and like. You know, make man, that's a cool car. Man, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. So you're just like, yeah, it was all right. You know, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. it was fun, but whatever. Well, uh, yeah. My, there's a friend of mine who we grew up with who would call it a temp girl, right? It, like, uh, it's somebody like maybe maybe a date for a while, but like, yeah, it's really not a hundred percent match. You know, yeah. Kind of know it's not going to work out in the long term. Um, yep. And then you're, yeah. at some point you're just like, it's not you, it's me. You know, right? <laughs> You know, I just wanted something. It's with, that uh, girl. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's you good know, to take home to your parents and be like, yeah, see, this is. Look how reasonable I'm being. That's right. That's right. Yeah. She likes to go <laughs> yeah. to the library. She hangs out with she her sister to play the Monopoly. Yeah. Um, I guess, you know, I guess I'll go. So right. um, my, uh, I mean, I already kind of said the dislike, like they had 
you know, they discontinued the the coop, the Genesis coop, and mm-hmm. um, you know, they they fully spun that off Genesis off into its own, you know, luxury sedan arm. But it's like in you know, why can't they bring something super, you know, something more fun like mm-hmm. that back? Mm-hmm. You know, they had, you know, they had a Tiburon before that, but I feel like the Genesis Coupe was really, you know, really kind of nailed that. Yeah, and I agree. And not to keep, you know, riding on this train or whatever, but like the fact that they brought the dude from from M, you know, from BMW into this and stuff, and you would think that they would just have some sort of muscle coming in on this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I right? mean, dude, those M series all- were... They're yeah. so cool, but they're just—they're just wailing on this like hatch, mm-hmm. you know, four-door, you know, for you know, yeah. hot hatch thing. And it's like, why don't you just give us a coupe? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, come on. Maybe they're trying to play the game that Honda was playing in the '90s, where they're just like, what other hot, cool kid car is even available for sale right now? Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. You know, and if they can get the if they can get those people hooked now. Then by the time they're our age, they'll be buying. But I guess you know, and they're going for that that GTI kind of at the moment, you know, yeah. segment, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so the mm-hmm. discontinuation of the the Genesis Coupe, and then I yeah. guess now the the GT is what I would dislike. Um, what I would like, though, I mean, otherwise, it's kind of I guess it kind of mirrors Jeff's a little bit. It's just. Uh, I just like the company as a whole. I, mm-hmm. I really like what they're doing. Um, just even though, you know, we're saying, you know, we just want them to be a little more brave, you know, just a little more out mm-hmm. there to, 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 to throw something out there that, that a little more daring. Uh, I feel like, you know, they're being pretty safe still. Um, but I just, overall, I really like every all the stuff that they offer. I mean, I feel like they're great, great family you know, family cars and the great options, the quality, the interior quality is great. The, the exterior on everything looks, looks awesome. Um, and you know, it's a company that I, you know, it's like, I'm proud to drive, to drive my, our family's Hyundai's. I mean, I like, I like them both and I'm excited to see, you know, what, you know, what they're going to keep coming out with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like, you know, the Palisade that they came out yes. with the Kona. I'm not so much sold on that. Oh, I like it. Um, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's yeah. not as much for me. I, I sure maybe, but um, I still think it's all right. But uh, I really like the Palisade. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're different. You know, different segments. But I, I think the Palisade is a real home run. So um, that's me. That's mine. Yeah, those are yeah. That's all. I mean, I think all of us kind of have some similar thoughts and threads. I'm. I'm actually kind of liking the Kona because um, something we talked about is like the, and I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll put the Kona as, um, you know, it's something I really like about Hyundai, but I, you know, the thing that I like probably is that it's easy to recommend Hyundai mm-hmm. and, absolutely. Um, you know, absolutely. I can, I know somebody, they have a, a budget. I can say, well, listen, you can go get a Hyundai and it's going to just serve you, you know, right. Um, without yep. a doubt. And um, and they, you know, I think the Kona, it's trying to be edgier. It's trying to take, cause they have kind of the same design language across the family, you know, broadly, but the Kona kind of adds a little bit of, uh, you know, we're, of that daring, you know, it's a, right. it's a front end that True. is not just this corporate branded front end and. Um, and so I think they're trying, you know, I think that some of the things that they're doing in that style wise 
would look good on some of their other vehicles that I think are really dowdy. Yeah. And that's probably the thing I don't like. You know, Jeff, you're talking about how like the uh, from the sport side, it's like not as mechanically like in and in involvement like there's less of a cell and i feel like it's that way aesthetically like i look at the veloster and like the front just looks really tall for yeah. a sports car yes yeah and it had you know it's obviously like packaged to be this like funky fun three-door right and it that's not a sports car yeah you know that's, that's just that's just a different car yeah. and mm-hmm. you know i think like you guys like i think what i don't like is that they don't have a halo car you know, they yeah. don't have this like perfect design that I just look at in traffic and and I'm like, damn, yeah, yeah, I want that yeah. car. And they're close. The Kia does they it. Are. You know, yeah, they Kia, do it yeah. with the Stinger. They do it. You know, that's in the family. Yeah, that's you what yeah. you're exactly right. I think that's where Honda needs to go next. You yes. know, they need to have something that compares up to. You know, like a BMW or a Porsche or something like that. You know, I don't yeah, know if they'll they do are. it. Maybe, maybe they will. will. I don't know. The one thing yeah. I, you know, not to jump on your your boat here, you know, Julian, because I know this is your like oh, and dislike. Whatever. But, no, my my boat sailed. But but when it comes to like when you're talking about the Kona, I, I do agree. Yeah. I kind of like the front end of it, but if, but the problem is is like they have like eleven different SUVs <laughs> right now, you know, and they're yeah. all very similar. Yes, <laughs> it's like. Yes. Okay, we it's like that's like, it's like Hyundai. We understand. We know that SUVs are really hot right now, but goodness, mm-hmm. like just stick with like yeah. two that are really good. Like maybe do a, a small, a medium, and sure. a large, and write it out like the rest of everybody. But they have like three yeah. small, three medium, and one large. You know, <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. calm it down. You know, but I would almost be more intrigued by the venue than the than the Kona. Just, yeah, my friend has kind of a like venue. My initially, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, it's so cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An urban compact SUV. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. A friend of mine that. just bought his venue about a month and a half ago. And yeah, it's again, it's it's in comparison to like the CRV or something like that. You know, it's a small SUV. It's not like a crossover or anything. It's just a tiny little SUV, you know, but for the price point and for what it has in it and everything. I mean, dude, you can't go wrong. I mean, it's kind dude. of a kind of a gutless one or like 120 horse or something like that, you know, but, but again, I mean, knowing, knowing my friend, Chris, um, he is a very practical person, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, the car that he had sure. before this was a Honda minivan. I don't, I forget what it was even called. And like, that mm-hmm. was just his daily, you know, he just drove it everywhere. He doesn't care about what it looks like or anything like that. He just wants something that's reliable, gets good gas mileage, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what he did. And he loves his venue. So, um, and he's going to, he'll have this thing for years. He'll have it forever. Mm-hmm. So, Another thing, like, I feel like Hyundai really stepped, has, they're really stepped it up and continuing to offer, um, continuing to bring it, like, with the tech. Like, like I feel like Android Auto and um, Apple CarPlay are, I, I don't know if I can say they're standard on everything, but, like, they're, it's available. And I feel like it's more readily available in the Hyundai models than, like, you look at other new cars and I'm mm-hmm. like... Why the hell does this have a tiny yeah. four-inch screen on it when I can get a Hyundai that's got an yeah. seven-inch screen and it has Android Auto yeah. and, and CarPlay mm-hmm. and you know? Well, I think it's because yeah, it's just it's great, right? I think it's because they're t- they're kind of sort of taking the Walmart approach, and what I mean by that is is that when it comes to business and everything, everybody wants to get like their six percent profit, right? And so what like how walmart is it's like well maybe we won't take a six percent profit we'll take a 5.2 percent profit but we'll sell 
so much more, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah. rather than selling and making 6% off of a hundred thousand items, they'll make 5.2% off of 4 billion items, you know, by just lowering just enough to edge mm-hmm. out the competition. And I think that's what Hyundai does is they're like, you know what? We can add all of this stuff into it and stuff. And literally it's costing us maybe an extra thousand dollars, but it's going to mm-hmm. sell these cars a hell of a lot more. And yeah. so let's do it. And I think that's what they do. You know, they, they, they ram yeah. a lot of stuff in it to, mm-hmm. to make people really go like, you know, it's a bargain. I'm getting a lot of bang for my dollar on this. So yeah, dude, yeah. it's like, you know, they are there like Julian, like you said about recommending, I mean, yeah. I would not hesitate to recommend nah, easy. Hyundai to anybody. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just slam dunk yeah. basketball. Uh, okay, so guys, I just remembered, really quick, can we talk about the front end on the Sonata? Sure. I the, initially thought it was ugly as hell, okay, like a squished insect, but I might be coming around on it. Okay. What do you guys think? And, and you were, we were talking about like a, you said Halo car. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Sonata is what Hyundai, yeah. I don't want to say it's Halo, but that's like their, their big one. It, it, yeah. It's... it's it was their it was the ring of the bell and they've been riding out you know yes that's, that's what they're doing yep. and so like i said it's kind of their michael jordan you know so yeah um yep. i i i would say that it looks like um it would be like the demo version of like an ultima you know it's like mm-hmm. i don't really i don't really like it i liked the it's like mm-hmm. they would try to get edgy with it and there and it was just like whoa what like that's mm-hmm. like a fever dream Hyundai, you know like it's i don't know but i think you know i think what it, it seemed to me like they tried to imitate too much of lexus with that like gnarly grill in the front you know lexus and toyota yeah, I don't know what that's and what's going well on it's like that. they're like okay everybody loves i mean that's that's what's hot right now is that toyota like the camry and the lexus you know those front ends they have that huge grill now and everything and and it looks so sleek and sexy i love those cars and i think Hyundai. what's what's funny is they set the pace with this car so ford and everybody went after them to try to mimic what they were doing and now the they're flipping the script and now they're trying to chase after Camry because that's what's hot right now is that yeah. look at that Camry and those Lexus front ends. Yeah. And so I think they're trying to do it now and they're, and it's like, it looks like they're, they're stretching, they're trying to do something. Yeah. And it's, I don't think they should have done it. Yeah. I don't think they should have done it. It looks like a fat guy in a sports suit. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's fat guy out. in yeah, a little coat. <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess what I'm saying is like, it, it's trying to be athletic right yeah. but like wearing the athletic gear doesn't make you athletic correct you know yeah. it's yeah. still really it's you know an accord camry equivalent yeah uh, those are those are fun cars now but um that's not necessarily why people buy these cars in this segment correct right? well mm-hmm. and that's the thing like the the problem was is that they were they were becoming forgettable you know yeah. they were they were blending yeah. in with everything like you look at the 2019 sonata Mm. it's forgettable you look at the 2020s like okay i'm gonna remember that not yeah. the way i want to but i'm gonna remember it you know <laughs> um and yeah, it, it just and it just doesn't do it, it, it looks like it's sad back yeah 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 catfish yeah you know? like catfish a, i was gonna say it's like a catfish yeah. it's you know got, like duck lips or yeah. something it's like doing a, a terrible myspace selfie yeah like, you know well you know what's kind of odd you know what's kind of odd it just kind of dawned on me a little bit how much just just throwing this out there? How much does that front end look like the second gen of the uh, Tiburon? 
Yeah, you know and actually, mean? I was thinking the back end looked mm. like early Tiburon too. Isn't that weird? Like, what mm. are they doing? Maybe mm. you know, May, you know, what if they're what if they're for, what if they're hinting at like a Sonata Coupe? Mm. Yeah, that that would. I don't know. I will say though, this is one of the rare cars I like the back end better than the front end. Mm. But on this one, I would say yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. I'm still not a fan of the back. No, end, I'm not a fan. But, but like I said, I'd give the front end a two, and I give the back a four. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not saying a lot, yeah. but yeah, yeah the yeah. back end looks Such better than the front. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. It, you know, and that's something I'll say about like. I've n- haven't ever really been a huge fan of the Sonata itself. Like mm. I like mm. Hyundai, but like the Sonatas, I'm just kind of like, eh, like, even you know, we talked about my mother-in-law's mm-hmm. car, you know, it was 2012. I mean, it's, it was, the inside was great. Yep. Like the outside though, I was just kind of like, meh, yeah. you know, and I'm just kind of been, you know, I, but I, at the time, I, yeah, yeah. At the time though, when those came out, it was so different. And it was, you know, it was a practical, but it was, it wasn't a showstopper, you know, but it was different, you know, and because again, if you Mm -hmm. think about it, like, again, like think about 2008, think of, uh, if you look up 2008 Impala, it is the most boring looking car ever. Look up a 2008 uh, uh, um, Taurus, boring, you know, and then you Mm -hmm. look up the Sonata and dude, they got curves again. Like, whoa, we haven't seen a car with curves in a long time. And that's what they did. You know, and I think that that's, you know, they set the pace. And I think, I think with this, they're just like, we got to, we got to, you know, start to be, become memorable again and stuff. And they're like, here Mm -hmm. we go. And Mm -hmm. everybody's like, yo, what? (laughs) A fever dream, you know, you know, and it may turn around, you know, I'll be honest. Like there are plenty of cars I've seen over the years where like year one, I just didn't get it. Yeah. And then, but then like year four, I'm like, oh, because the industry kind of catches up to it. Yeah. Or just the style is evolving. You know, like Nate, your RX8, um, I like, every, it's like every day I like them more. You yeah. Know? Like when they first came out, it was like comparing it to the FD and now it gets mm-hmm. to like live in its own. And, um, yeah. you know, it's removed it, enough from exactly. it. Exactly. So you can appreciate it. Same thing like when the Land Rover Discovery. Um, LR3 and stuff like that came out. It was kind of like really weird to me. Um, but now I look back and I'm like, yeah, that's totally doable. And so I wonder if, uh, you know, I'm looking at like different colors of it and things like that. And it's not as bad in some lights, you know, yeah. like there's a blue one that's kind of cool because it hides some of that uh, crazier stuff, you know. Yeah. But true. I don't know. Nate, we'll see. We'll see if it grows on us or not. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. Like I said, like I said, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't dislike it as much as I did initially. Yeah. So I mean, maybe right? it's growing on me a little bit. Yeah. But it just looks that front end just looks so. Weird. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't. Yeah, it's shocking I, you know, to see it, it is, and and kind of like what Julian was saying, it's a catfish, and and the thing is, it's like, okay, so like when the catfish Camaro came out, was a fifth gen. You know, like yeah. I, I thought it looked like a catfish then. I still think it looks like a catfish now, you know, and like all the different <laughs> generations of the Camaro I like, but that's that, that fifth yeah. generation. I think it was a fifth yeah. gen. I just don't like it. You know, I mean, it's still a cool car. Don't get me wrong. I'd still take one. But this that, that front end is like, you know, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. that I'll never I'll never see this differently. You know, looking at the interior, like I'm just I'm on Hyundai's site and looking at the interior gallery for the Sonata. And I'm like, this is this is way different 
than other models. Like this is like like their Tesla. Yes. Like esque, mm-hmm. like very Spartan. Like mm-hmm. a lot of like like hardly any buttons. A lot of touch screen. Yeah. Very, yeah they like, simplified very it. Narrow narrow vents. Yeah. You know, and it's just I'm like. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. It, it the interior is kind of is kind of cool. Yeah. In the, in the instrumentation looks really really sweet like all looks like all electronic like lcds yeah. or something yeah it's um, very very star trek ish you know yeah. it's very like it's got a you know yeah yeah i but i'm telling you right now i'm telling you guys and you, you know I'm, I'm i'm gonna preach for a second you put this up against the 1987 lincoln you know mark 7 i'm gonna take that lincoln mark 7 all day for that interior <laughs> yeah. because you sit on this you go for a 300 mile hike you know in this car and your butt's going to be hurting because those seats are not you know I'm, I'm just looking at them going that's not comfortable you know it looks cool mm-hmm. it's comfortable for like a drive to work or whatever but like when you go for a few few hundred miles and stuff and you go over pull over at the gas station you get out and you're like oh my gosh my butt hurts and ah, my legs and da 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 you know because you're basically sitting on plastic you know but when you're in like a Lincoln Mark 7 and you just like lay in that plush, pff, you drive San Francisco mm-hmm. to New York mm-hmm. and not worry. Ain't no thing. <laughs> Ain't no thing. Now, so Hyundai, take note uh, that that's our subtle plug for uh, <laughs> for a long term test vehicle. So we can there you go. So we can put that claim to to the test. That's right. Throw some big old yeah. fat plushy seats in that puppy. <laughs> For us bigger guys, please put some fur on them. Put some fur on it and make sure it's bright red. We need we need more red interiors. Stop all this like gray, white, and yeah, black dude, stuff. Come on, red. We need we need yeah, blue. Stop with the black and the gray and the and the cream. Yes, give us red. Give us blue. That's right. Give us corduroy, dark brown, dark brown. That's Cor- right. Velour, velour. Come on, let's do it. Stop being so safe. Stop being so now. Yeah, stop it. I want my interior to look like a lazy boy. Let's go with green interior. Oh, yeah. That? See, my my aunt had a freaking 78 Cougar that was all green. Green on green. Exterior was green. The door nice. was like 48 feet long. And, uh, man, that interior, it was. I can smell that car. <laughs> like right now, I can smell the interior of that car. You know, it smelled like... Uh, Bad foam, fake leather, and gasoline, you know, and it's like, <laughs> yes, but I tell you what, though, that's our new band name <laughs> bad foam, fake leather, and gasoline. And gasoline. <laughs> but it's like, but the thing was, it was comfortable, you know, and uh, sure, yeah, it'd take you two years to go around a corner, you know, but man, it was comfortable. <laughs> Well, guys, I think uh, I think we can wrap her up. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Tire Kickers. Um, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, obviously, uh, if you did, like, subscribe, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and any other social media uh, you can think of. Thank you again. All right. Take care, guys. Later. You said Hasselhoff? Yeah, like uh, oh, yeah. Hasselhoff. No, I, I, oh, I know about the Hoff. I know yeah. about the Hoff. Yeah. I have a great friend of mine um, from high school's mom dated the Hoff. No, no way. way. Well, truth. <laughs> truth. Julian, how are you so famous? How are you, have, how are you so plugged <laughs> into 
I have Hollywood. no idea. It's really weird. So you're on Nickelodeon like, just... and Hasselhoff now. <laughs> what the hell, man? I was never on Hasselhoff. What are you saying? <laughs> I mean, I like a good back rub at all, but seriously, uh, oh Dave's man, not my type. That's funny. Uh, 